Good morning. We're looking today at uh, the third line of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. <clears throat> and so we're coming to focus our attention now on the second person of the Trinity, having looked at God the Father, maker of heaven and earth. We're now looking at Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. And the largest portion by far of the Apostles' Creed is devoted to the subject of the second person of the Trinity. In fact, I counted that out of 18 lines in the Apostles' Creed, 11 of them are devoted to the life and ministry and person of Jesus. In fact, someone has said that the Apostles' Creed is a, a confession of Christ with an introduction and a conclusion. That's probably a bit harsh on the first two lines, but I get the point. We are, after all, Christians. Christians are people who are disciples, believers, followers of Jesus Christ. Now, it's not enough for us just to say, I believe in Jesus. I just follow Jesus, because the question is, which Jesus do we believe in? Is he the Jesus of the 60s hippie movement? Or is he the Jesus of American republicanism? Or is he the Jesus made in our own image, the liberation theology of South America, whatever? What kind of Jesus is he? We can have a Jesus that we want, that makes us feel comfortable, or we can have the Jesus that is revealed in scripture and declared to us in the Apostles' Creed. And we see in the Apostles' Creed four things about this person. The first is that he is Jesus. The second, he is Christ. The third, that he is his only son. And the third, fourth, that he is our Lord. So let's quickly go through those four things. The first, he is Jesus. What that means is that he was an historic human being. As the baptizer was called John, so the baptized was named Jesus. That was his human name. He's not just a myth. He's not just some spirit out there. He was a human being who lived on planet Earth in the first century in Palestine and his name, of course, the name Jesus means the Lord saves, which, of course, is an incredibly fitting name for the Messiah. He is the Lord who saves. He is Jesus. The second thing about him is that he is Christ. We believe in Jesus Christ. Now, um, some people have said, one person sort of said, you know, I don't want all that theology. All I want is Jesus Christ. Now, the reality is that the statement Jesus Christ is a huge theological statement because Christ is a rich word, as we were hearing on Sunday at church from Joshua. You see, Christ is not Jesus' surname. It's not like if Jesus was filling out a form and he comes to his surname, Christ. No, Christ is a designation. Christ is a title. He is the anointed one, the Messiah. And in the Old Testament, people were anointed often either as a prophet. They were anointed with oil as a prophet or as a high priest, as a priest 
they were anointed, or especially as a king, as we were hearing on Sunday, they were anointed to be king. Now, all those three offices of prophet, priest and king, people came and went and they failed. They didn't fulfill those duties perfectly. But now we have the Christ, the anointed one, who is our perfect prophet, priest and king. And so when we say, I believe in Jesus Christ, we are admitting that we are weak, and defenseless and helpless, but that he, as our prophet, priest and king, is able to help us, to heal us and to save us. He is anointed as our Messiah. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to us. And so when the apostles came across a layman at the beautiful gate, they said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we too rise up and walk. And so they were preaching about this man's healing in chapter four of Acts. And they said, it is by the name of Jesus Christ, whom you crucified, but God raised that this man has been healed. There is no other name under heaven or earth among men by which men must be saved. The name of Jesus Christ. This is our confidence. This is our assurance. And this is our joy. The third thing we see about this in this statement of the Apostles Creed is this. He is his only son. He is Jesus Christ, his only son, the father's only son. Now, obviously, in the Old Testament, other people were called sons of God. Adam was Israel, was the son of God. Solomon was described as the son of God. But Jesus is, as it says here in the creed, the unique son of God. He is the only son of God. In the Greek, I think there the word is uh, monogonies. And it's speaking about the eternal generation of the son. The fact that he is the only begotten son before all worlds began. He is the one who is eternally the son of the father. He is eternally the son of God, uniquely the son of God. And so John says, God so loved the world that he sent his only son. He was already his only son before he was sent into the world. He always has been his only begotten uh, son. And of course, by virtue of this fact, we get to be his sons as well. It's only because he is the only son of God that we are able to be sons and daughters of God. And then the final thing that we see in this passage is that he is our Lord. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord. Now, um, uh, it tells us, doesn't it, at the beginning of the Gospels, today uh, is born in the city of David, a saviour who is Christ the Lord. He is the Lord. And Peter at Pentecost, when he was preaching, said all Israel knows for certain, must know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. 
We need to know for certain that he is both saviour, he is our Christ, and he is Lord over us. There's a theological debate which I won't go into now, but it's called Lordship Salvation. And uh, John MacArthur wrote a book about this. And uh, there's been a lot of debate about uh, this whole issue of uh, lordship in the in our salvation. Now, without getting into the details, the uh, the point that people are trying to make when they talk about lordship salvation is that you can't have Jesus as your savior without also having him as your Lord. And real proof that you are a Christian is that you demonstrate in your life that he is actually your Lord. You can't just have an easy believism that says he's my savior, but actually you live your life as if he isn't your Lord. Now, I get the point. I don't like the title Lordship Salvation. I think it confuses our justification with our sanctification. No, we believe and we repent and we believe. And that's enough for us to be saved, to be a Christian, to be forgiven, to be with God for eternity. We simply believe. However, it is essential, of course, that we do demonstrate in our lives that he is our saviour and our Lord by the way that we live. And this isn't just a general title. It says here, I love how it says the personal pronoun, our Lord. He is our Lord. This Jesus Christ, this person, the human being, Jesus, who is Christ, the anointed one, who is God's only son, is our Lord. He is your Lord. Today, he is your Lord. You're not your own. You've been bought at a price. You belong to him. I'd encourage you today as you go into this day to know that he meets all your needs as Jesus Christ, God's only son, and to know that he commands you and calls you to follow him wholeheartedly, to submit and surrender in every area of your life to him as your Lord. To ask him today, Lord, what do you want me to do? It's a person that we're following. It's not just a creed that we subscribe to. It is a person that we are devoted to on a daily basis. And so let's finish by praying to him. Lord, we thank you that you are Jesus Christ, God's only son, our Lord. And we want to submit to you today. We want to ask you to lead us, to guide us, to show us what you want us to do. Help us, O oh God, to surrender in every area of our lives to you as our wonderful Lord, our wonderful Saviour, the, the man who came to live for us, to die for us so that we might know you. We pray that you'd be with us all. We pray that you'd be with Natasha, who is uh, uh, suffering from COVID right now. We pray you'd heal her. We pray for all our friends and brothers and sisters who are suffering, that you'd be with them. We ask you, Lord, for your power to be upon us today. In your name we pray. Amen.